0: Wins Lunch, Wins Lunch, Wins Lunch, Oh No. Welcome back to the number one podcast done on a balcony, Wins Lunch. I'm Spencer. What's that? What's that I hear? I hear me and me only, that's right, it's a solo episode, I'm the only one here, Matheson's not here again, and that's okay, because we love him, and he'll be back on the balcony shortly, but for now, it's just me and you, the listener, and we're we're best friends now, so that's fine. This is part two of the Big Time Rush Tour. Look, I was going to wait, because I, I think it's more fun to talk to someone about the tour, but... He's not here, and he's not going to be here for like another two weeks, and I didn't want to make you guys wait, so we're just going to get right into it. We're going to go hot and heavy, because that's how it felt on this part of the tour, hot, heavy, and sweaty. Uh, Up top, I just want to give a huge shout out to the number one tequila in the world. Those are my words. Tequila Comos. Tequila Comos is the official tequila of Wednesday's Lunch. The official tequila of the balcony. The official tequila of the Forever Tour. My part of the Forever Tour with Big Time Rush. Whoa! Oh, oh. I'm going to auto-tune that later. Um, but Tequila Comos is genuinely the best tequila ever. It is the smoothest. Um, the, the, the most wonderful tasting i've ever had look tequila comos they didn't invent tequila (laughs) they just perfected it yeah let that sink in for a minute play um play some guitar some spanish guitar Okay. okay let's let's dive right into it let's dive right into the meat and potatoes of this podcast the reason that you guys are here to listen to me tell you about the second half of the tour so we left off i think we just finished a show in el paso and i was talking about how incredible and how wild the uh the meet and greet was and just how much i loved it um we had a full like 14 hour drive we had a whole day off but whole like 14 hour drive to los angeles and we are going to get ready for the la show which is known if you're like a singer all your friends and 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 you know colleagues i i call no one a colleague but people that i work with they all live in la so they'll come to the show the uh, this la show is the youtube theater it's sold out it's gonna be amazing i'm gonna let you in on a little secret it didn't it wasn't amazing it didn't go to plan. And that's okay because we put our heads down and we march up the sandy hill of whatever, Normandy. That's a. Eh, take that out. Um, we march up the Lord of the Rings uh, 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 volcano. Anyway, we get to Los Angeles and the venue, I gotta be honest, is a little sterile feeling. It's like all white. And it felt like a dentist's office, but it's like really nice speakers, really nice, like everything. It's all brand new. The green rooms were impeccable. Food was impeccable. It was great. So we, I'm about to go on, right? Got a bunch of friends there, some record labels, all kinds of stuff. And Caden comes back. Caden, my photographer, comes back to the green room. He's like, hey, there's nobody in the audience. And I'm going on 10 minutes. And I'm like, w- w-. so I go take a peek. And I'm not kidding; it's probably ten percent full. And I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" Turns out they have one entrance in, one entrance out. So that's the first thing. I, when I go on stage, it's it's like forty percent full. And look, when I go on on that tour, when I when I went on, not, not everybody was there, but it was pretty full. Like it was at least seventy five, eighty, eighty five percent full. Sometimes ninety. So I'm going on forty percent people, and and like it, you can only have such a good vibe in the audience. It being a third fool, so, you know, we put our head down, we're marching up that same, that same volcano, I don't want to, I don't know why I keep wanting to say balcony, we're marching up, and we get to the end of our set, and, uh, I hear some yelling in the, in the ears, I hear some arguing happening, and I get a note from, uh, my beautiful friend Keaton, you all know and love him, who's doing sound. And he says, Hey, you, they're going to mute us and keep in mind, we weren't over time yet. Um, but we're probably off by like a minute and I had to make a choice when I'm standing on that stage. I had to make a choice. Do I like get muted? And then it's like awkward or do right before the last song. Am I just like, good night. I love you guys. So I made that choice, and they cut a song, and I had to walk off, and it was like kind of weird. But none of my friends noticed. They were just like, "Hey, why didn't you play sweater?" I was like, "Well, fancy, fancy seeing you here. Fancy asking me here. Um, that's not a saying." Yeah. So, so basically, they they cut a song, and the, the night was just kind of shitty. Like that, all those things happened, and and everybody was on edge, and and that kind of shit was happening. Everybody apologized after. So don't worry. There's no, everybody's great. Um, but yeah, I just didn't go to plan. We played a great game of beer pong outside next to the bus after me and the big time rush guys. And it was fun. We had a great time. So it was whatever. Um, so we were going to scratch that off and we're going to get excited for the next LA show. But the show after Los Angeles was in Irvine, um, all day, at this Irvine show merely we were like loading in stuff and getting ready I when I woke up at the venue I went for a run and I got some dust like it was just like in the middle of nowhere I got some dust in my lungs and I had a headache like all day and I took a nap and I just remember being really tired but the vibe was like sort of back like I felt good um, and there was 10,000 people at the show which is so many if you didn't know that 10,000 people is a lot of people it is the coolest thing about this venue is they had the green rooms, and then in the middle it was like outside, but they had like a roof over it. They had a traveling espresso bar, like with two baristas, who also, when we left, gave us like six bags of coffee in a giant in a giant like uh, shopping bag. So they didn't really stay fresh that long, but we got a lot of coffee beans. Um, this show was so lit. It was it was incredible. I had such a great time. The crowd was massive, and I won't forget that. And I'm coming back to Irvine slash Anaheim slash Santa Ana wherever I may go, and I love it. So shout out Irvine, very fun. Then we went an hour, yeah, two hours south to San Diego. I've not had great success in San Diego as far as like hype shows. It's one of those cities where. Like I just hadn't had like a hype crowd, so I really wasn't expecting much. We had a treehouse green room essentially, which was really dope. The venue was really cool. It was like a bowl, like half bowl, and I was just kind of like, okay, let's do this show, and then we can get going to Phoenix. And this crowd blew me away. An extremely lit crowd, so excited. Uh, this was one of the nights that I got the most DMs on Instagram, like ever. So that was cool. Um, so I will be coming back to SDCA. That's San Diego, California. Also, I worked out at this really, I worked out at the rec center on campus and I walked in and um, God, Alina, Alina was the girl at the front desk who said, uh, who knew Big Time Rush and knew that we were on tour and was like, "Hell, let you work out? So I gave her a free ticket and she came and then she sent her sister to San Francisco. So shout out Alina if you're listening to this. Uh, you're the bomb and thanks for letting me lift. Uh, yes, yeah, so I had a fantastic workout and then fantastic show. Shout out San Diego. We're coming back. And I know the venue that I want to play. It's the House of Blues small room. I love it and we're in love forever San Diego. So the next show is the next day, and it's in Phoenix, which is like a seven-hour drive. So we're not sleeping. Get I wake up in Phoenix after an hour and a half of sleep. That's probably the night that I slept the least. And I didn't feel awesome. I didn't, I didn't feel sick. I just felt like, ugh. So I'm barely sleeping. I go to work out at some random gym. Joe Rogan is at the gym across from me stretching, which was pretty wild to see him there. He had a show there. Uh, and then I went, um, and got some coffee at, at cartel coffee company fire spot. If you're in Phoenix or AZ or Glendale or Scottsdale or surrounding areas, it's really great. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm getting ready for the show and we're in a very small green room and that just happens when you're the support you're in small green rooms. Uh, but they had a great shower and at one point everybody was in there. I just went and sat on the bench in the shower it was dry but i went and sat in there just to like kind of get some space um this crowd was top three for me in the tour i gotta be honest stand up phoenix i'm i'm coming back and when i come back i i look i just expect you to be lit it's not it's not my fault that you were that dope it's not Sorry, I just had a guitar that I needed to move and then I just played that and the squeaky strings were because I have four rings on my hand. Shout out Phoenix, I'll be back. AZ, amazing, amazing spot. The Federal Theater, I think it was called the Federal Financial Theater. Used to be called something else, but shout out Phoenix, I love you. Next on the list is our fifth show in a row and that's not good for your voice, FYI uh we are in albuquerque new mexico never been here didn't expect much uh wake up middle of nowhere literally like could not albuquerque is a city is not really even a city it's like a town and we're in the middle of nowhere so i'm and i'm the venue's super cool though like really really dope the isleta amphitheater and um Green rooms were fire. I went I, I actually cut some vocals to my next single in that green room in Albuquerque because I had to have it turned in at a certain time. Um, so shout out to that green room because that was one of my favorite green rooms on on the on the run. Uh, yeah, once again, just didn't expect anything and I was pleasantly surprised by this. Uh, sort of just like a wow, great crowd. Uh, I felt great on stage. My voice felt great for a fifth show, and um, the meet-and-greet was insane. I, they had me in this like little box with a little roof over me, and it kept enclosing and closing, and then they had to get me out of there. It was pretty crazy, but very, very cool. Albuquerque, there's a venue there I want to play in. It's called Launchpad. Um, it's like a small 350-cap spot, and it just it looks so cool. So hopefully I will come back there and play. I will definitely come back, but hopefully I'll play at Launchpad. Next on the list, we had a day off, drove 10 hours or something insane. Crazy storm that we had to like stop in the middle of the road. and uh, I'm going to take a drink of this kombucha. Yum. I don't know how I started telling myself I like kombucha, but I love it now. This is Health Aid kombucha. It's a free plug. And it's the pomegranate flavor. I just like it because it says, "Follow your gut on the bottle. That's what I'm here to do. I'm here to follow my gut and encourage you to do the same. So we're getting to Denver and we get to Denver and and we're there and we're looking for a restaurant to go eat at. And I got to be honest, man, I had a little tickle in my throat. I had a little tickle in my throat. Um, not really even like a sick thing, just like a, wow, I'm exhausted and my voice feels weird. So I didn't go on vocal rest and went to a restaurant. Had some dinner, and then I left early because I just wasn't really feeling awesome. Uh, got got back, watched Rick and Morty, fell asleep, woke up, and I was like, Ah shit, my voice is going. It's just going. There's nothing I can do. I went to quite quite literally the nicest gym on the tour. It was called the Colorado Athletic Club, and it was like in the top of a skyscraper, and they had like waiting benches in the middle of the stairmasters. Just like really gorgeous couches and stuff. And I felt like I didn't belong there. And I was the youngest person by like 20 years. And didn't have a salt and pepper comb over haircut. So I felt like I was... Like I go a lot of places, I gotta be honest with you, that I feel like I am a delinquent. Like just whether it's the way that I'm dressed or just like the vibe i'm on or my hair or my tattoos or my painted nails and most of the country i don't know what it is but i feel a little bit like a delinquent and that's fine i really i don't mind i'm just sharing or else oh oh, sorry i hit the mic really hard or else i wouldn't keep doing it but um yeah it was just probably too nice of a gym for me but then i just like i was trying to sweat it out i went to the sauna they had a steam room was trying to get rid of this like rest my voice I was on vocal rest that whole time and then I played the show in Denver and my voice was barely there I don't know I, I know a lot of people can't notice but it was so hard for me um but we got through it the thing I remember about I usually love Denver and the shows in Denver and this was probably my second least favorite because the venue was not a really a real venue we had to like bring in everything um there was mud everywhere it was raining we didn't have any green rooms. We were in our bus behind the venue. And I remember like somebody's sewage in the bus leaked. So we had to like step over that. And it just, it didn't all, there's too many people, like too many friends at that show. Um, which I love, friend. I love when friends come, but it's nice to have a green room. Or like, if there's too many people there, we can go to the bus. But we had like a bus, and I was on major vocal rest, so not one of my favorite shows. The show was okay. Oh, in the stage, I had—I'm not kidding—probably two foot, two feet by two feet. So I was just climbing on the speakers in the front of the stage. But it's fine. It was—you know—there's always a couple of shows like that that are hard to get through, and we got through. And shout out Denver. I'll always come back forever next show, well, next day, day off, not much happened, chill day, Um, what did we do that, it was just a beautiful drive, man, it was a beautiful drive, watched a couple movies, it was like cloudy, but the mountains were awesome, then we get to Salt Lake City, and I wake up again, and I'm like, man, still, my voice is still feeling bad, still feeling bad, but my body felt better. Um so that was cool. And then I went to a gym and for whatever reason I know I know some people listen to this have panic or anxiety disorders. I got to this gym and they were so nice and they like let us go work out. Followed that guy on Instagram, we're friends now. And I'm walking to the locker room with my wonderful guitarist Jordan. You know him, you love him, you see him play. And I have a full-on panic attack for no reason. Been in gyms like this my whole life. And I just had to go to the locker room and pinch my thigh until I didn't pass out. So that was fun. (laughs) But uh, yeah, yeah. And then I got back to the venue and um, I just felt a lot better. I felt so much better. And except for my voice. My voice wasn't great. Also at the gym, I steam roomed and saunaed and did all that. I think that saved me. So I go on, I'm going on stage and I'm singing and when I'm singing, it's feeling okay. But when I'm talking like in between songs, I'm like, sing my note. And then I'm talking, I'm like, thank you so much, Albuquerque. So it must've been something with the register that I was talking in. But, um, so that was weird. That was super weird. Show is amazing though. I was taking a lot of safe choices with the notes I hit, you know, if I'm taking uh, safe choices because hardly any of my singing choices are safe. But, um, but yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. Uh, great crowd. I actually had only been in Salt Lake city once in my life ever in 2019. And I sold the most merch in Salt Lake city than any other city. How wild is that? shout out Salt Lake City, I got a b- amazing IV from, I think the company's called Drip, I'm gonna do it when I get back, I'm gonna figure out who they are again, really nice ladies, um, and I felt great after my IV drip, so I will do that again, liquid IV, literally liquid IV into my veins with a needle, didn't love that, and then I got a B12 shot in my butt, so that was rad, and I felt cool. Um, Shout out Salt Lake City. I'm coming back. I promise. So on the way, we have one more show, but we have a day off before the last show. And the day off, we're going from 7,000 feet elevation in Utah to sea, to like 70 feet sea level in San Francisco, Bay Area, Concord, Concord. Concord? Concord. I got a couple DMs that I said that wrong, so I'm going to say Concord. Concord, California, instead of Concord. Um... So on this off day, we're driving and we stop in this place called Truckee, Truckee, California. I'm on a full day vocal rest, by the way. I'm like, I got to save what I got left. And we stop in Truckee, CA. And everything was way too crowded. It was a really cool town, but we just got back in the bus. And as soon as we got, we're going to get food, essentially. Doesn't matter. As soon as we got back in the bus, I lay down. I take like a 20-minute nap because I'm just like, you know, just trying to vibe and... On long bus rides, you get tired. National Treasure's playing. So I take a little little 20-minute nap. I wake up. I shit you not. My entire head feels like it's going to explode. Like I can't hear anything. And then I start to talk, and I can't hear my own voice. And that sent me into a spiral, and I freaked out. I had to have the bus pull over, and I had to get out. I tried to pop my ears. It was so scary, dude. It was so scary. Um, and that didn't stop the entire day. So I had an entire day of just this like, my equilibrium was horrible. Every time I stood up, I felt like I was going to fall over. Couldn't hear anything. Couldn't like, just just like, imagine if you filled your sinuses and ears with rubber cement and then then lived. That's what I felt like. I'm not kidding. So that was horrible. But that's actually the only night that I got a hotel on tour was when we got to the Bay Area. Everybody went to Benihana and I was like, sorry, can't hear, so I can't eat. So I went to the hotel and got in a hot shower and just tried to pop my ears for an hour. And they slowly loosened up just in time for the last show of the tour, Concord, California, Bay Area, Yay Area, I'm gonna stay area. That shit was cray. Area, and um, pretty sad. Pretty sad. It was my last show. I was kind of walking around, just bummed. Like, like, ugh. Because I, I thrive on the road. That's where I. It's what I love to do. It's where I, where I love to do, and it's just my favorite thing in the world, man. So it's the last show of the tour. There's gonna. It's it's it ends up selling out ten thousand people again. A lot of people. If you've never seen 10,000, go to my Instagram, at Spencer Music. Um, Unbelievable crowd. I put my flower bell bottoms on. I put my black ruffled shirt on. I even throw some white suspenders on because it's a special night. Small green room. Across the green room is like a lobby area and we made that our green room too. I got all the guys their own bottle of their favorite liquor uh so that was cool and god what a show this was it the crowd was fantastic my voice was back it wasn't like 100 percent, but I would say it was like 90 so it felt it felt good um and also I could push a little bit since I knew I wasn't going to sing for the next like week or at least a few days uh this show was incredible so the guys were kind of acting weird right before we went on and like talking behind my back and I would turn around, and they would stop talking, my, my band, my crew, Keaton, Jordan, Matheson, Caden and I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, did they get me a gift card or something? And I go on stage and during the third song, sorry, during the second, wait, what was my first song? Tell me paranoid during the second song dude at the end they come out on stage big time rush does and they pour confetti all over my head and that was kind of cool but the crowd erupted so it's kind of like a thank you for going on tour with us we're gonna we're gonna make you look dumb and happy at the same time on stage and I appreciated it so shout out to those guys. Um, they brought me a tequila shot on stage and we all did a tequila shot together. And I had already done an extra one before the show because I was like, I'm going to be extra loose tonight. So I had like four shots of tequila. Three before, one during, 75 after. Uh, this show, I mean, what a crowd this was. L- legit, like an insane crowd, packed crowd. When I said earlier, like 40% of the L.A. crowd was there, 30%, 90 three percent was there my first song so it was fan fucking tastic and i appreciate you and i'm coming back to the bay area for sure for sure um so be there or you're dead to me so um yeah and then after the show we did uh a lot of beer pong we we drank a lot it was just like the end of tour like let's let's go crazy and we there's a little party area it was perfect it was it was awesome so that kind of wraps up the entire tour I'm sure I'm forgetting a lot of stuff because Matheson isn't here and I can't bounce shit off of him but we do what we can and maybe we'll just talk about the tour forever and this will just be the forever tour podcast psych because this is Win's lunch and we don't we don't fuck around here man we don't and I think it's a mistake if you do, so don't. Uh, shout out if you came to the Forever Tour to come see me. I'm sorry I didn't go, uh, go on the East Coast. I will. We're working on that right now. But I, I just I appreciate if you came and I saw all the signs. Thank you for buying all the merch. Thank you for being there for me. Thanks for yelling. Thanks for screaming. Thanks for singing along. Sometimes if I was was playing like Paranoia And nobody really knows the song in that crowd There'd be like four people singing it And I would point them out And I would blow them a kiss or wave to them I just appreciate all the love And I can't wait to go back on tour Uh, If you're listening to this Benny and the Jets live is out It is out tomorrow Because I'm going to post this on Thursday Um, Or tonight actually at midnight your time Benny and the Jets is coming out, and it's gonna be fantastic. It's from El Paso, Texas, because that's the best recording we had, and the crowd was great. Um, sometimes when you're doing live recordings, like it just uh, it doesn't uh, frequencies are better in some cities, and the frequency was the best in El Paso, and sounds great. And I'm just gonna hold, I'm just putting that out to hold you guys over till I put out this next single that I'm very very excited about. And right now I'm looking at this whiteboard of all every song from my album that I wrote down, and I'm very excited. So shout out to you guys. The Forever Tour was amazing. I'll never forget it. I wish I could just do it over and over and over and over again. But we're going to do my tour next, and it's going to be fun. And if you went, you have to come to my tour. Or we're not friends anymore. But I love you guys. Go stream Benny and the Jets live. Um, go you know kiss someone or something whatever you feel whatever you feel comfortable with and and go drink some tequila comos you're not going to regret it you're not going to regret it i love you i'm gonna say my one word of the day today is get get her done because larry the cable guy saying but I got a lot of shit done today I've been doing a bunch of TikToks I was working on some mood board stuff And now I'm recording this And it's only 3.55pm So I got hours to do more shit Love you guys We're back in LA I'll, I'll talk about Mexico on the next episode it was, I had a great vacation Thanks for asking Thanks um, That wasn't sarcasm That was genuine But I love you very much Wins lunch Hey Wins lunch Is that a guitar? When's lunch? You tell us. That's all. When's lunch? When's lunch? When's lunch? Oh no.